This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks edition. Our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. I'm Scott Phillips, and with me, as always, Anirban Mahanti. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm exceptionally well, mate. We're going to talk about a reasonably emotive topic this week, mate. There's one of those things that people have very strong views on. We're going to try and cut through the crap and talk about when you should, or how you should and shouldn't, buy a car. Mate, first things first, the old chestnut. Should you buy new or used? This is a great, I love this question. Um, you know, I have historically been a big fan of buying used cars. So I should I, I'll, I'll qualify that. I, I not exactly like used cars, as in from like you know a, a website or something, mm-hmm. uh, but you know just buying um, demonstrator models or you know um, <clears throat> just cars that have got a few thousand kilometers on it. Right. And Why go- do you want to buy someone else's car stuffs, mate? What's the value in that? Well, the value is that you know the moment you drive your car off the lot of the dealer, if you're buying from the dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, is its price drops basically by 20%. It is the most expensive drive you will ever take. It's the most expensive drive. So I'd rather have somebody else do the drive. Now, 20% is a big deal, right? You buy a $40,000 car, all of a sudden that's eight grand wiped off the car by the time you cross the threshold of the dealer's lot. Yeah, exactly. So you, you can save that and that can be yours. That's, that's number one. Another thing I really like with that one, another thing that works is if a car company comes up with a new model, Mm-hmm. You can buy the last year's model for a discount, <laughs> which which is you know, and if that last year's model happens to be demonstrated, you get an even further discount. Yeah. So I, I I like those, you know, but yeah, I mean, unless you really want the sm- uh, smell of a new car, as they say, I think I like those two ideas. I, even then, you still get the smell right. I've only had a few thousand k's. So the car I bought for the last one, we bought one recently. The one I bought before that was a both of those things was an X demo run out model because the new model was coming. We saved about ten grand. Literally on the price of the car, simply by buying the, and it still still smelled like a new car. It had done less than a thousand k's, I think, from memory. Um, really good car, it went great, and we saved about ten grand just by the virtue of saying, you know what, I don't need the latest and greatest, and I'm happy to have one that someone's driven around the block a few times. Mate, next question: What about how we buy it? Should we lease? Should we borrow? Or should we wait and pay cash? Okay, so this is this is a hard one. I mean, if you have, here's the deal: if you've got the money, yep. you should pay the money. Because, I mean, that's where you don't so have... pay cash number one. Pay cash. If you have cash. I mean, if you've got cash, then, I mean, you know, you're not paying the interest to anyone, which makes right. sense. Um, borrow probably would be my next choice because uh, the, the thing with lease is, is lease appears attractive on the surface because it looks like you're giving a smaller amount and mm-hmm. you're paying less. However, most of those leases would come with uh, things like, you know, there is a purchase price of buy at at which you can buy the car at the end of the yep. lease term. So effectively, if you want to own the car, then you are you know paying lease for, say, four years and then going to buy the car. If you add up the cost <laughs> of purchase plus the interest you have or the amount you have paid, um, and then, you know, lease would come with other terms, like, you know, you need to bring the car to the dealer or do whatever to maintain the, you know, the service mm-hmm. of the car. Um, your total cost out of pocket is, is a fair bit higher than actually financing the car. Yep. And uh, nowadays you can finance for five years, even sometimes six years your car. So I mean, and, and interest rates being so low, um, yeah, I, I think the 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 finance option is definitely better than the lease option. Couldn't agree more. I think leasing is the 
almost the very worst financial product that most people use. It's it's a product that's designed to make a car feel more affordable than it should be because, hey, it's only a few hundred bucks a week or whatever the price ends up being over a five or six year term. Then you've got a balloon payment that you've either got to trade the car in for or somehow pay out. At that point, guess what? The dealer's going to say, hey, rather than paying it out, let's roll it over to another new car, right? So not only are you buying, you're buying a new car, so you're paying more than you would if you bought used, but they're going to try and keep you on that new car treadmill. We all love driving new cars. It makes us feel good. The cars smell nice. It feels kind of important. We feel successful when we're doing it. It is costing you a small fortune. So look, you know, if you're going to buy a new car, and yes, the other thing is tax deductions. Feel excited about the lease, right? You take a Nevada lease, get a tax deduction. Take a higher purchase, get a tax deduction. If someone's trying to sell you a tax deduction, they're trying to divert you from the real question, which is how much is this actually costing me? In some very small circumstances, it may be worth your while if you're going to buy the car anyway. If you can get the tax deduction, maybe a lease starts to make sense. It's far more likely, by the way, you should ignore that. Buy something used, buy an ex-demo, buy something you can afford more easily, pay cash if you can. A lease is designed to make you the financial product that your dealer or the finance company is making money on. Lease if you have to, but if you can avoid it, and frankly, almost all of us can, please do so. Pay a little bit less, buy a little bit older car, you'll make a lot more money in the long run. Last question, mate. How often should we be changing our car? How much, how frequently is too frequently? How long is too long? Mate, here's the one where the dealer union is going to come after us with uh, sticks, <laughs> oh, mate, brick bats. Are, and, um, after the all, lease comment, they're already coming after us. So yeah, you've already, well. you've already, yeah, you've already <laughs> deranged the lease here. Yep. Um, here's the thing. Uh, nowadays, the quality of most vehicles, doesn't matter what brand you buy, is so good that the vehicle is going to last you easily for eight to 10 years. Like yep. you, you shouldn't really have, like unless you got a lemon, yep. in which case, you know, our consumer laws should help you deal with that lemon. But if if you've not got a lemon, then yep. eight to 10 years, you know, most cars comes with, you know, many come with five-year warranties, some yeah, come right. with seven-year warranties, right? So, I mean, a, a car is going to be pretty new. It's going to have most of the, you know, the fancy tech that you want, your Bluetooth and whatnot mm-hmm. nowadays. And you could, you could keep it for 10 years. And so there's no reason to change a car Every five years. You know, here's the thing. One of the things that I think drives me nuts here is that the, um, you know, the pink slip thing after five years, it's really a pain. <laughs> yep. And it, some people just out of the pain might decide, okay, I don't want the pain to go buy a new car. That's, that's an, an indirect way of yep. <laughs> getting the car sales to go up. But, you know, if you can take the little pain of getting the pink, pink slip done through year six to 10, <laughs> it's probably a good financial decision. Um, the last car I got rid of was actually after, I bought it used after what, four years it was a four-year right. used car and i kept it for another 11 years and then well i was done, still mate. not getting rid of it but hail helped me out <laughs> so, so, so it got rid because of hail um and it was running just fine very good great advice i have to say the very worst financial decision i think i've ever made was when i was young i got a car allowance for the first time back when that was a thing and i thought great i can go and spend all this and i convinced myself a lease was worthwhile and i thought about the tax deductions and i went and wasted money on what was a lovely car but if I think about the cost of that car now, and frankly, the amount of money I could have now and in retirement, if I just put that extra money into the superannuation or simply personal investing itself, that car probably, mate, is going to cost me, uh, if I round it up over over a lifetime, I'll probably be about 200 grand poorer by the time I retire. You better be a good car. that bloody car. It, it was a lovely car. <laughs> it was not worth 200 grand in retirement, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Absolute disgrace. Mate, that's it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. See you next week. Full on. Full on. 
The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.